Welcome to The Bad Broadcast. I'm your host, Maddie Murphy. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to a brand new episode of The Bad Broadcast. I am, of course, your host, Maddie. If you have not already, please head over to Apple Podcasts and make sure you are subscribed and then rate and review. It is so, so, so helpful. It helps me stay on charts, helps me find new listeners, helps the podcast grow. So that is wonderful. If you have already done it, thank you so much. And if you haven't, head on over. Okay, so I am recording today from the unbelievably beautiful podcast studio here at Kiln. You guys already know how I feel about it. I love it so much. And this is a long week. Was it a long week for anybody else? I just started my period like two days ago. My body not feeling great, but my brain is happy and I'm happy to be here and happy to be recording. I feel like we have a lot to get through. The last couple of weeks, we've gotten a little bit more serious, a little bit more heartfelt, a little bit deeper, which I love. You guys have really just let me explore a whole range of topics on the podcast. So whatever is on my mind is, you know, usually makes its way into the podcast and you guys always are excited about it. And I love that. So this week, we have a whole range of things we need to talk about. So a lot of we had two new episodes of Real Housewives of Salt Lake, we'll go over those really quick bachelorette episode, don't have a whole lot to say about either of those, but we will touch on them. We had some Charlie D'Amelio drama, which I will explain if you don't know what it is. Um, A lot of you guys asked me when we were going to do the ungrateful episode, because I promised that. I figured we should do it after Thanksgiving. I want you guys to all feel as much joy as possible this week. And then next week, we will complain. (laughs) But um, yeah, so Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Just going to talk about this real quick. I don't have a ton to say. But I am, I'm liking it. I'm not loving it yet, but I'm, I'm liking it and I'm hopeful that it will get better. I think that I'm just used to watching uh, like really established housewives like Beverly Hills in New York. These housewives have been doing it for 10 years. The, the scripted stuff and the fights and all that, they don't feel as choppy as they do on Salt Lake on the Salt Lake or on uh, in the Salt Lake franchise with the Salt Lake ladies. And I'm just giving them I'm giving them a grace period. None of them have ever done this before. It's the confessionals are, you know, somewhat scripted and they they feel very rehearsed. So, I'm just giving them some time to kind of get get in their groove because it's not it's not great right now. I asked you guys on my Instagram if anybody had any juicy details about the housewives. I figured somebody would have something because the majority of you guys are in Utah, but I didn't get really anything. The only dirt I got, I don't even want to call it dirt. It's just a fun fact. But a lot of you guys said that Whitney is married to the BYU basketball coach's brother, which is not, I don't think, news to anybody because they have the same last name. So (laughs) there's that. And then actually a really common answer that I got is that Lisa is like the nicest, kindest person ever. Also, I'm sorry if you hear some thuds. I think they're doing, they're moving something or doing some construction or whatever. Um, yeah. So a lot of people were saying that Lisa is like unbelievably nice and she's getting a real, I think, I think she is getting a really bad at it. She doesn't seem very like 
I don't know. I just, I feel bad. I feel bad that she's getting kind of a rough edit, but I think that it'll all play out and we'll get to know these ladies a little little bit more. Obviously, we all know that Jen is renting her ski chalet that she's, she's living in. I got some mixed answers on this. Like some people were saying that she's living in it because she didn't want people to know where she lives, which is kind of strange because the majority of the housewives all live in their real houses. But a lot of people said that she's living there because they're doing construction. I don't really know. Obviously, it doesn't seem like a big deal to be renting a ski cabin in Utah. But in the housewives world, to be renting your home instead of owning it is like a big deal because they're all multi, multi, multi millionaires. So that's kind of where I'm at on Salt Lake. I'm excited. I hope it sticks around. I saw on Twitter that Andy Cohen is really happy with the response that it's getting. So I hope that I hope that it's a long term thing because I like that it's obviously in my hometown. So let's move on to the Bachelorette. Bachelorette, we're back in, we're back in like regular Bachelorette flow. Now that Claire is gone and Tasha's in, we're kind of back to the typical storylines. You know, there's the the villain and then there's the the guy who tells on him. And then I don't know why they're still letting that play out. Like we all know that the guy who who tattletales never wins. I mean, in whether it's Bachelor or Bachelorette, no matter what, if you are the person to tattletale on somebody, chances are you're going home. I would typically say that the villain never wins, but do you guys remember Ben Flanick? Ben Flan, Flan, I don't know if that's his name. Do you remember his season? Do you remember who won? That Courtney girl. And she was the villain. Weirdly enough, I met her. I haven't met a lot of celebrities. I haven't met any. I met Taylor Swift once. I've already told that story. But I met Courtney in in Arizona. Uh, What's that place? Oh my gosh, my Arizona girls are going to kill me that I don't know what it is because I feel like everybody loves it there. Um, Maybe it's called like, uh, it's like a sale. It's like where all the department stuff the department store stuff trickles down and is on super sale. It's like a Nordstrom rack, but it's bigger. I want to say it's called Last Chance. Please let that be it. If I'm wrong, I'm so sorry. Anyways, I met Courtney there. She was normal. I haven't met anybody else from Bachelor Nation. Let's think. Oh, no, that's a lie. Because if you've lived in Provo for any amount of time in the last 10 years, you have probably met Jeff Holm or seen him or like one of your roommates dated him or something. I remember I was probably... 18 or 19 and there was this Christmas party. Okay, I'm going to die if somebody out there has to remember this. I know for a fact somebody listening was at this party. It was at it was this Christmas party and they were doing an, a date auction. They were like auctioning off dates with girls and guys. Weird why they did that, I will never know. Why I went again, no clue. But I went, I was actually, okay, this is a total tangent, but I think it's a really funny story. So I went, I was like in the middle of breaking up with my boyfriend who was really not nice to me. And I was crying in the bathroom and some girl came up to me and she, I didn't know her. And she gave me like a 15 minute pep talk and hugged me and let me cry. I don't even know her name. I don't know who she is. I don't know where she is. Was she a ghost? Maybe. But she like hugged me. She held me. She helped me. the three H's, hugged, helped, and held. (laughs) And she let me vent to her. She gave me a pep talk to break up with him. And I broke up with him. So wherever you are, if you have that memory of somebody, it was me. And I broke up with that guy because of you. So I owe you pretty much my entire life. So moving on, we were at this Christmas party and Jeff Holm was there and uh, Ari, Ari, uh, 
Leyendijk, I think is how you say his last name. They were like used to be buddies or something. They were there at the party and I remember meeting him there. So that was really my only experience with Bachelor Nation. There's always one from Utah. If you watch a season of The Bachelorette, there is always a guaranteed contestant from Utah. I don't know why, but they they always have one. So that's where I'm at on Bachelorette. Oh, a lot of you guys asked me about the Charlie D'Amelio drama. So Charlie D'Amelio is a very famous TikToker. Her and her family are all now famous because of it. So she, it's her and she has an older sister named Dixie and then their parents. So they're, you know, super mega famous and some drama happened this last week. It's so unbelievably stupid. I think it is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. So they have a YouTube channel and on the YouTube channel, Charlie talks about how she, and she's like so sweet. She's seriously, she's 16. She might even be fifth. No, she's 16. And she's talking to her parents and she's like, yeah, I hope I hit 100 million followers, you know, exactly a year after I hit 1 million followers, because that would be a cool milestone to hit. And people are pissed. People are pissed that she talked about this on a YouTube. They're saying she's ungrateful. She doesn't even look at her followers like they're real people. She's entitled. She's, oh my gosh, like give it a rest. Give me a break. I don't think this is like, I think this is the generation below us. This is like Gen Z drama. So I don't really get it, but I think it's fascinating to watch. But they are all so mad that she said this. And I just think about had I had a camera on me when I was, I don't know, between the ages of 12 and 21, I would be so screwed. I was such a brat. So everyone's trying to cancel Charlie over this. You know, we all have got, you know, Gen Z loves cancel culture. They love canceling everybody, which cancel culture is so stupid. It's so unbelievably stupid. Do I think that there should be a standard of people? Yes. Do I think that sexual predators should not have the opportunity to be famous and make money and continue being predators? No, I do not think that they should have that. Those people, I get canceling. A 16-year-old who's excited about hitting 100 million followers? No, that's not who you cancel. Like, put your put your effort elsewhere. I just, I, I don't understand. Like, it's, it's such a weird concept. Like, Charlie D'Amelio has more followers than most countries have people. Like, she's, she has so, that is so many people. 100 million followers people following you. I cannot even process that. And like, I can't even process that now in my mid 20s. I say mid, even though I think 27 is considered late 20s, whatever. I can't even process that. If I was 16 and I had that many followers, oh my gosh, I already shudder at the thought that I had a Facebook at 16 and I like was able to post I don't know, like lyrics from This Is Why I'm Hot. Like that was the extent of it. And I already cringe at myself. Oh, I can't even imagine having that much pressure, that many followers that she's she's a cash cow now for all of these people. I don't know. I just I feel bad for her. I feel bad for her that she's in that situation. And I don't think she deserves to be canceled. People are trying to cancel her sister because she they did some YouTube video with like their personal chef and he fed her escargot, fed her a snail and she like gagged and she didn't like it. And people are way mad at that, too. Like, unbelievably mad. Like, they're losing millions and millions of followers over it, which is just, oh my gosh, I just can't even imagine having the emotional bandwidth to put that much effort into something. Like, I can't, I can't even, I I put emotional effort into that one episode of Real House of Salt Lake, and I'm like, I'm like, 
tapped out. Like I'm done. I'm done with emotional effort now. So I think they're sweet girls. I think they got super famous super quickly and super young and they're not doing anything harmful. They're not doing anything illegal. They're not, I don't know. I just think it's weird. I think that the TikTok drama is weird. I can't even like, I love TikTok. I'm trying to get better at TikTok. Actually, I want to be better at making TikTok content and I'm addicted to it. I'm, I'm definitely on it more than any other social media because I think it's, there's so much funny content on there, but like the TikTok dancing, TikTok houses, there's, for everybody that doesn't know, there's like these content houses where pretty much five teenagers all move in together and they just make videos of them dancing all day long. And they are making millions and millions of dollars off of it, which is just, it's a, it's a weird concept and I hate them all. <laughs> I hate them all, but I'm not going to spend time canceling them. I just don't watch their stuff because who cares? So there's my take on TikTok drama. What do we have next on the list? Oh, our question of the week. Of course, we need to talk about the question of the week. So the question of the week is, what is something that is very legal, but gives you a thrill? These are my kind of thrills. I love a legal thrill. I love a low risk adrenaline rush. I don't want to do anything that I could possibly get hurt or die. That is not my, like, you will never catch me skydiving, bungee dump, jump, bungee dumping, <laughs> bungee jumping, extreme, like zip lining, any of that. Absolutely not. I am not a thrill seeker, but I like a legal one. And you guys will see what I mean when we get into these. So let's just start. I have a couple. Yeah, I have a couple of mine kind of throughout, but we will talk about them as we get there. So let's begin our answers to the question of the week. So by far the most the most submitted answer is that you guys get a thrill speeding up through a yellow light. You guys are amber gamblers. I like that and I do that. I've never slowed down at a re or at a yellow light. I can confidently say I have never ever ever seen a yellow light and thought to myself, slow down. That just hasn't really crossed my mind. I uh, have really bad road rage and I get my thrills from honking at people. I love I love honking at people. Matt hates it so much because I think I'm invincible when I'm in a car. Like I think there's no possible way that anybody could hurt me. And we were, so a few months ago, we were driving to California and we stopped in Vegas for the night. And the next morning we got in the car, we were heading out and we were at a stoplight. Let me see if I can explain this without you guys seeing me. So I'm at a stoplight waiting to turn left. The guy on the cross street is turning right. He's in a semi truck and this guy is turning right. So he's like about to hit me like he is going to hit me. I'm going to have to move or he's going to have to stop because he's definitely going to hit me. So he's turning and I'm laying on my horn, just laying on it. And Matt's like, you're going to make him mad. You're going to make him mad. And I'm like, what's he going to do? Like I'm in a car, like I can just speed away. What's he going to do? So he parks his semi truck, gets out of the car comes up to my window. He's like banging on my window. He's trying to open my car door. Matt is like, Matt's so mad at me at this point, which I absolutely deserved. And I'm like yelling back at this guy and I can't go anywhere because it's a red light. So I'm just stuck with this guy in my face. And finally the light turns green. I leave. Matt and I sat in silence for probably 45 minutes after that. And I'm like, okay, I get it. I won't, I won't honk at anybody. But I don't know why. I just feel so powerful when I honk at people. I wish there was a nice horn and a mean horn because sometimes I mean it nice. Sometimes I'm just like letting somebody know I'm there. But then sometimes I use it in place of like all the F words that I'm screaming at them. So I just wish there was a little bit of differentiation, but I like to honk. So next legal thrill 
telling restaurants it's your birthday, even when it isn't, to get a free dessert. I would, well, I feel like I got ID'd. Do, do restaurants not like double check? But I would do this for the free dessert, but I will never willingly submit myself to being sung happy birthday by restaurant employees. I hate that. Let me tell you my all-time nightmare. Texas Roadhouse on my birthday. I have done it before. I went on purpose on my birthday one time. Don't know why. I would never go to Texas Roadhouse again. But they make you, they, it's just so demeaning. They make you sit on that saddle. They do like a line dance to Toby Keith. It's humiliating. I hate it. And I feel more bad for, I feel more bad. I feel worse for the servers who have to do it. Like everybody's hating the situation. I'm hating it. They're hating it. I am on team stop singing happy birthday at restaurants. It's awful, especially when it's loud and they're clapping and like people get involved. I just, and it's not because I hate attention. I promise you that. I mean, I started a podcast purely about myself. So if you think I hate attention, you are sorely mistaken. I just, I can't explain why it is actually my bad place. It is my personal hell to be sung at in a restaurant. Okay, let's move along. Next one, immaculately vacuumed carpet. You guys do love a, you guys love a crisp carpet. I'm not a, I'm not like clean. (laughs) I don't clean anything. Matt's like averagely clean. We usually take turns like giving our apartment a very bare minimum clean. But I love when you guys post on your Instagram stories and you've got those crisp lines on your carpet. Mm, That's delicious. Okay. Going to a matinee movie. Oh, that is thrilling. I love that for you. Do you guys remember movie pass? Oh my gosh. Just take take that in for a moment. Really, really put yourself back to when we had movie pass. Matt and I were dating when we had movie pass and we would just we'd go to like four movies a day. We wouldn't even stay for all of them. We would leave, we'd, you know, come back halfway through, we'd go get food, sneak it in. Oh, that's another good one is sneaking movie sneaking food into movie theaters. Um, yeah, I hope movie pass comes back because it was too good to be true. We knew it. We knew it was too good to be true, but we just took advantage of it and Yeah, those were good times. We also had like the refillable uh, popcorn tub and a refillable mug. So it was like $7 to go to any movie we wanted. Easier times. Do you guys remember movie theaters? I know a a lot of movie theaters are open right now. You just have to wear a mask the whole time. And oh my gosh, I crave those normal experiences so much. Like normal movie experiences and normal restaurant experiences and Oh my gosh, COVID 2020. Okay, I can't even go down that rabbit hole. I'll get real sad. A lot of you get your thrills from couponing, which I just find absolutely beautiful. You guys love to coupon and getting things like very, very cheap does always feel like you rigged the system. The most thrilling thing that has ever happened to me is one time I went to Nordstrom Rack and I found some shoes that I wanted. And I went up to pay and she rang them up and it said one penny. And she was like, yeah, I'm not going to change that. And I was like, are you giving me these shoes for one penny? And she's like, I'm giving you these shoes for one penny. And I feel eternally bonded to that girl. I don't know where she is now, but I love you. Okay, next, a walking out of the store without buying anything. You know, when you're in your head, you're like, act like you didn't take anything, act like you didn't take anything. Even if you didn't steal anything, you still feel like you're breaking some law. (laughs) Uh, U-turns when they aren't allowed. Yes, breaking traffic laws is unbelievably fun. I don't know why, but I do find it quite fun. 
taking the last of something that is in stock. Somebody said specifically the last lotion at Bath and Body Works. Strangely specific, but whatever. That's your thing. That's your thing. Piercing your ears. A lot of you feel very rebellious getting extra piercings. I I don't know what's wrong with my my I don't know, genetic makeup, but I have a really hard time with earrings, especially multiple piercings. I've had, I've tried every piercing, every metal, every spot on my ear, always infected, always have to take it out. I don't know why, but something in my mentally ill brain told me to buy a piercing gun on Amazon and pierce my own ears. So I did that a few months ago. It was, you know, the dark times of quarantine where we didn't have a lot to do. I did my second and third lobe piercing like right after the other, like I did the second one and then just right away did the third one. They lasted, I would say a good mm, nine days before I am almost positive I was on the verge of gangrene. Like they get so infected. I don't know why I do all the steps, right? I use all the clean stuff. I know that this is gross. I'm sorry for talking about my infected ears, but it does happen. I've had to wake Matt up in the middle of the night and have him get his toolbox to get pliers to take out piercings for me they all get infected. So is that my fault or what? If somebody can help me out, that would be great. I do have like one piercing in in my, like the classic ear piercing that has stayed. I use that very rarely. Okay. Moving along. Okay. This next answer. One time I got a package delivered to me by accident. So I opened it and kept it. (laughs) Not legal. That is not, I am confident that's actually a, I'm pretty sure that's a felony. I don't even think that's like mildly illegal. That's like fully illegal. But she said it was a nice men's sweater and she's living her best life with it. So I can support it. Okay. Several of you had this answer, which concerns me in a way I can't really describe. A lot of you get your thrills by secretly putting things in other people's carts without them noticing. You guys are psychopaths. Why do you do that? Like, I'm very intrigued by it, and I will probably try it from now on. Somebody said their husband likes to sneak stuffed animals into people's carts at Ikea. Like, I wonder if that has ever happened to me on accident. And I got home and I was like, didn't notice. But I might do this now. I might. The more I'm talking about it, it actually does sound very fun and very harmless. So I like that. My brother submitted his answer and I got mad at him for it. So let me tell you what his is. He leaves his car on when he gets gas. That's how he gets his, that's his adrenaline rush, which feels like your car will explode. Most things I know about cars though are highly inaccurate. Like I thought if I talked on the phone while getting gas, somehow the electricity would get into the gas can, whatever it's called, and my car would blow up. So I'm probably not the person to come to with car knowledge, but I don't feel like most people leave their cars on when they get gas, but who am I to judge? Okay, we are going to take a quick break right here while I tell you guys about this week's sponsor. All right, you guys have heard me talk about this before, but I typically have a very hard time discussing finances. I don't know why, no matter what the situation is, if money is brought up, I just have some sort of stress response. And I think a lot of us feel this way, which is why I am more than thrilled to tell you guys about the Financially Free Journey podcast. It's hosted by Courtney Dyer, who worked in finance for over a decade. She started to realize that regardless of educational background or economic status, personal finances and money management 
are typically a bit of a struggle for most people, like myself. So each episode she goes through, breaks down, simplifies all of these topics that are usually viewed as complex, like money management, budgeting, investing, even retirement, which are all topics I could desperately use some help in. So head on over. It's got five stars. Join Courtney on the Financially Free Journey podcast and start on your own path to finally becoming financially independent. All right, let's get back into answers to the weekly question. What is something legal that gives you an adrenaline rush? Okay. Somebody said demanding samples from Panda Express, which I don't understand because I don't eat Panda Express only because it gives me gas pains. I'm not trying to like act like I'm too good for Panda Express because I'm definitely not. Next, a lot of you love blocking people, love that power move of blocking people, which I totally get, but I am too petty. Let me tell you why I'm too petty because this is what I do. I won't block people. I will not give them the satisfaction of being blocked. Like because when Robbie Tripp and Sassy Red Lipstick blocked me, I felt like kind of, vindicated. I was like, yes, they blocked me. Like I bugged them enough that they blocked me. And I just don't want to give people that joy of knowing that I went to their profile specifically to block them. I know it's petty. I know I'm not proud of it, but I have had to do this, especially now I get like random people messaging me over and over and over again. And I like, I know I could block them, but here's what I do. I remove them as a follower. I just remove them and then I send them a quick message and I say, hey, I removed you as a follower. Please don't refollow. Like if they're consistently messaging me rude stuff or they're, I don't know, or they've said something ridiculous, I'm like, okay, hear me out. You just don't need to follow me. Just don't follow me. Don't refollow me. Just leave it at that. I have noticed, uh, this is how I cope though. If I can put some distance between us, at this point in my Instagram life, now I have like random people that message me rude stuff, which doesn't bug me. At the beginning when I had a really, really, really small following, I know I'm still a small Instagram account, but when I had a very small following, whenever I got a negative message, it was usually somebody I knew, or it was like somebody who I knew's news. Somebody's, how do I not know how to phrase this? It was the sister of somebody I knew or something close like that. Now I just get like random 40-year-old women from Ohio, like telling me, to delete my Instagram, which I don't really care. And Matt was playing Xbox the other night, or oh, well, I think I said the wrong one, PlayStation. He's playing PlayStation the other night, and he was like, you know how it's like all online, and so you play with random people, and they can like message you stuff. And he was like getting these messages from some random player that was like, dude, you suck at this game, delete your account. And I was like, doesn't that bug you? And he's like, no, I just think of it as like some 12 year old who's like so excited to be able to swear at a stranger. So I just let it live. And I've now decided that that's how I'm going to handle negative messages that I get. Like, I'm just going to put it in my mind that it's some 12 year old boy just trolling me. And that way I don't feel as sad about it when they tell me that like I'm ugly or stupid or fat. So uh, that's a really good coping mechanism. I don't know how healthy it is, but it's it's what I do and I'm just going to go with it. Okay, <laughs> next. Uh, somebody said they get their thrills from scanning people's Cafe Rio receipts for points if they leave them on the table or the floor. Okay, so Cafe Rio, it's like a chain Mexican food restaurant we have here in Utah. And if you scan the receipt on your app, it goes into your points. So you got to get the points from somebody else's meal. That feels totally fine. Also, sometimes at the bottom of those receipts, they do 
free desserts if you fill out a survey. So make sure you're doing that. Uh, getting seconds at the Costco sample stand. Yes, of course, you are probably a serial killer or potential serial killer if you don't go back for seconds at Costco, pre-COVID, of course. Next up, jaywalking. I mean, jaywalking is definitely not legal, but I get that it is kind of thrilling. I always feel like Mary Kay and Ashley in New York Minute when I jaywalk. <laughs> I don't know why. Okay. Uh, calling in sick to work when you're not really sick. Yeah. Every, don't even get me started on how many workplaces don't offer sick days or like vacation days. It's so stupid. I've never, ever, ever worked a job that gave me sick days or vacation days. I always had to lie. <laughs> uh Okay, this one, I'm concerned about the person who submitted it because she said that her and her friends used to go buy a bunch of bread bowls and then they would hide in bushes and throw them at runners, which I don't know if there's a specific law about that, but I mean, that does not feel entirely legal. It also makes me concerned for your brains. Uh, okay, farting in big crowds or farting on airplanes. Yes. Yes, we all do that. Don't come at me and say you don't do it. Of course you do. Airplane air grosses me out so bad because it's so farty. You know, like it is just recycled fart air. And I I can't think about it. But then, I mean, what are you supposed to do on an airplane? Just not fart? I don't understand people who hold in their farts. First of all, you're going to get colon cancer probably. Second of all, like that is painful. The worst pain I can possibly think of is the worst physical pain is those stabby, like really intense gas pains. No, no. If you can avoid those, you absolutely should. Uh, okay, next, cheating during board games. Mm, love cheating during board games. We used to play this game uh, called Pick Two, where you like build crossword puzzles. You draw letters and then you build crossword puzzles. And <laughs> my brother, Taylor, who's hopefully probably listening, we found we used to have a lazy season on our kitchen counter. So uh, you could like slide it and uh, like hide things under it. And we found we slid the lazy season one day and we found like 14 X's like he had been playing the crossword puzzle and just sliding the letters underneath there so he didn't have to play them, which I absolutely respect. Somebody said they get their thrills paying for other people's food. Okay, Mother Teresa, your th most thrilling thing is doing a good deed. We get it. You're better than us, okay? Creating multiple emails to get discounts off of your first order. Of course, that is like an all-time, that is a Hall of Fame life hack. Avoiding people I know in public. Mm, I love avoiding people I know in public. I feel like at this point, most of us millennials know that like if we're just acquaintances, it's okay to just like give a little head nod and then avoid each other. I don't think most people like running into people they barely know. I personally have a severe allergy to small talk. So I can't run into people from high school and like talk about what we're up to. I can't do it. I don't enjoy that. My person, if I were to plan out my personal worst day, it would be like being locked with three acquaintances from high school in a Texas roadhouse. That is, I, I can't even, that would give me PTSD. Okay keeping money that I find on the street. Well, of course you should keep money you find on the street. There's nowhere to put, well, where are you going to take it? The bank? Like, no, if you find a 20, keep it. I, okay. I have a story about this, about keeping money. So 
I did that internship in DC. You guys all know that. I did it for a summer. So I was there for June, July, and August. And every month at the beginning of the month, we got like our stipend. And it was like not very much money. It barely covered rent. I'm pretty sure it was like $800. And my portion of rent was like $675. Like it really was not enough to live on. So they gave us that stipend. And anyways, I came home at the end of August. And then I started back at school. And at the beginning of September, I got a check, like I got a deposit for my stipend. And I was so excited. And I was like, so ready to keep it. I wasn't going to tell anybody, even though I wasn't supposed to get it. And it just like kept gnawing at me. And I was like, fine, whatever, I'll do the right thing. But I did it begrudgingly. Okay, I didn't do it with a good attitude. I wasn't like happy to tell the truth. Okay, but I just call it karma, whatever. I just felt like it. I should do the right thing in order to make sure I didn't have anything, I don't know, bad. And I didn't want to get haunted by anything. So I called the office where I worked and I told her, I was like, hey, you guys accidentally gave me another stipend. I thought that they would reward me. Like I thought they would say, just keep it. It's totally fine. That's what I was hopeful for. I was very hopeful that I would get rewarded because that's always why I tell the truth. I'm secretly hoping that I'm going to get some sort of positive reinforcement. And they didn't. Nope. They said, cool, we'll take it out of your account. And they took it. And that was that. And like, do I feel good that I did the right thing? No. Do I wish I had just done the wrong thing? Yes. But now karma's on my side, I guess. So let's keep going. A lot of you steal salt shakers from restaurants. I have definitely done that. I've also taken the red pepper flakes and uh, Parmesan from pizza places because I don't know. I just love those little like weird, like circular shakers that they use. Uh, Yelling the F word when you're alone. Okay. If you have not screamed the F word in your car when you're alone, you're not living. You really need to give that a shot. It releases so, so many emotions. I can't even tell you. If I'm feeling so mad at somebody and I can just sit in my car and scream as loud as I can, I mean, not not just F words, a lot of other a lot of other colorful things. Oh, my gosh. It just it just makes it all better. You just shout it into the void and you move on. Don't worry. Nobody can hear you. Nobody's going to judge you. Your phone's not accidentally calling your mom and you're going to scream the F word. Do it. It will help you feel so much better, especially these days. We all need a really good screaming session. Like I just feel like we all need to release a lot of stuff. Moving on, taking the hotel toiletries. I don't take the, well, no, I should say I do take the hotel toiletries, but I don't like using that stuff. Like hotel shampoo is like motor oil. Like it's, you should not be putting it in your hair, but I like to take those and then I empty them out and then I fill them with my own stuff when I travel. That's my little life hack. Uh, Eavesdropping and looking at other people's phones. Oh my gosh, I love reading other people's texts. I'm I'm so sorry. This is like maybe my worst quality is that I am insanely nosy and I love knowing what people are texting other people. I have a confession to make. When I was younger, I haven't done this for like probably 10 years. Well, longer, probably 15 years. So don't worry, brothers. Once you hear this, I haven't done it anytime recently. 15 years is a long time ago, maybe 10 Um, I used to take my brother's phones when they would get in the shower, I would sneak into their room and take their phones and read their texts. How bad of a sister am I? That is a lot of them. know. a lot of them know that I would do this, but that is like the meanest thing. If somebody did that to me now, I would be 
pissed. I don't make a habit of this now. Like I don't take Matt's phone and read his text or anything, but I do always find myself like if I'm in an elevator with somebody and they're on their phone, I do find myself like looking over their shoulder. <laughs> I'm so nosy. It's not cool. I really need to lock that down. Uh, okay. Trying on clothes. Trying on clothes in the middle of the store instead of waiting to go to, oh, trying on clothes over the clothes you're wearing instead of waiting to go into the dressing room. I think I would do this. I don't know if this is like a, a bad thing to do. I don't know. Does it bug retail employees? I always, if it's a coat or a sweater or something, like I've ever worn a sweater, but if it's one of those things, I would do that. But if it's like, I don't know if it's like pants, I probably wouldn't. I don't know. And last one on the list, moving seats or taking up more than one seat on an airplane. Love that. I think that this is totally fine. I I have never been stopped by a flight attendant. Nobody's ever told me that this is not allowed, but that is so thrilling. The best is like when you're waiting on the plane. Oh my gosh, I miss sitting on planes. Oh my gosh, I miss it so much. Uh, the best is when you're sitting on the plane and everybody's boarding and you're like are waiting to see if like the seat is going to fill up or like if you're going to get the middle, like if you're going to be able to spread out or if you can move and get a whole row. I love that. Oh, one day soon. One day soon. We will be able to do that, guys. Okay. You guys thought you guys thought I was done. I'm not done. You guys know what I'm going to do. We have to do an official ranking of Thanksgiving foods. Of course. Oh, I just hit my microphone. Let's have a little heart to heart, you and I, right now. Okay. I know that holidays can be hard. I really do. I I love Christmas and Thanksgiving and the whole Christmas season. I love traditions. I love celebrating it. But I know that it comes with an extra dose of stress. We've got money stress. We've got family stress. It's weird. It's weird. A lot of you aren't able to see your families. A lot of you have a hard time with your families. I know that it's not all, you know, just rainbows for everybody. So I hope before we get into Thanksgiving foods, I hope that you guys know that I am legitimately here for you. If I'm just a DM away. If you need anything, if you need to vent, if you need a, a place to complain, uh, you know, judgment free, I'm here and you totally can. And we're going to get through it and we're going to find all the happy, funny things to focus on for the rest of the year because it's been a real bad year. I mean, you know, I don't like the 2020 memes or jokes or whatever, but wow, it's been a year and you guys deserve all the happiness in the world. So we're going to find it. We're going to giggle and we're going to do all of the good stuff. So let's talk about the food for Thanksgiving. I like traditional Thanksgiving food. I don't really know why it's the food we picked for our food holiday. I don't know. It. I mean, I know it's like hundreds of years old or whatever, but I like I would like to see us move in a non-traditional way. I know a lot of people do like seafood for Thanksgiving, which I think is so cool. Like a, like a, uh, like a crawfish boil. Is that what they're called? You know, where you put like shrimp and corn and crawfish and all that. Oh man, I hope I didn't mess that up. Sometimes I say things on my podcast and I don't realize how stupid they sound until I get a DM that's like, Maddie, that was not smart. Kind of like when I defined hemorrhoids for you guys and you guys roasted me so hard. Okay. But I, yeah, but I do like classic Thanksgiving food. I'm not mad at it at all. Uh, let's go through my personal top 10. Number 10, bottom of the barrel, worst Thanksgiving food, don't come near me with it, green bean casserole. No, no. I don't care how much cream or deep fried anything you put on top. No, 
I won't eat it. I'm not a big casserole person anyways, but anything with a can of cream of something, cream of chicken, cream of potato, is that one? Uh, Cream of celery, cream of, I don't even know, all those cream ofs. And then, oh, and then you have to fill up the can, you know, they pop out and then you have to fill up the can with water. And then, no, mm -mm, I have cold chills just thinking about it. It makes me wretch. I do not like those, those things. So green bean casserole will never, oh, cream of mushroom was the thing I was thinking of. Uh, That will never, never enter my mouth. Okay. Number nine, pie. I'm not, I've talked about this before. I don't like pie. I don't like hot fruit. I don't like mushy fruit. I don't like pumpkin pie. I like coconut cream pie and key lime pie and maybe a chocolate cream pie, but that's because those aren't really pies. They're just pastries opened up. But yeah, I don't like really any pie, but I'm always open. Anything, any food that I hate, I'm always open to the possibility that some variety of it could change my mind. Like a lot of people, when I say I hate pie, they're like, oh, you got to try this or you got to try here. I'm open to that and I will try it. I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to be stubborn about that. But most of my experiences with pie have been negative. We are not on great terms, pie and I. So, Uh, Next, number eight, I put cornbread. This was listed on a lot of lists of traditional Thanksgiving food. I don't think we have it for Thanksgiving. I like cornbread. I mean, it's, it's delicious, but as far as Thanksgiving foods go, it's not very, it's not a standout for me. Okay, number seven, stuffing. Stuffing is very hit or miss for me about 85% of the time it's a miss. I feel the same way about bread pudding. It's just soggy bread. Every now and then you get a good bite. You get like a crispy, flavorful bite. But for the most part, it's just soggy, herby bread. And I'm not, I'm, I haven't loved it thus far in my experience. Number six, sweet potatoes. I don't know. Do I like sweet potatoes or do I hate them? I can't tell. Every time I eat them, I can't tell. Do I like these or do I hate these? Do I like the crispy brown sugar, pecan, maple topping? Yes. Do I like the sweet potatoes? Mm, I don't know. Do I think the marshmallows belong on there? No. Will I eat it? Probably. I can't decide. I feel very strange about sweet potatoes. So that came in at number six. So number five, gravy. Number five, or gravy got its own uh, section. It's considered its own food because you use it on a lot of different things. I think that gravy is typically delicious. I like, I like gravy. Number four, mashed potatoes, a classic. I I think that mashed potatoes are, mashed potatoes are like a guaranteed safe food. Even picky eaters like mashed potatoes. Okay, number three. Number three is kind of an underdog. It's kind of, kind of a wild card. Number three is cranberry sauce. Mm, I love cranberry sauce. I love it on sandwiches after. All of these foods are so savory. You know, green bean casserole, uh, gravy, mashed potatoes, turkey, they're all so savory that that sweet, tart cranberry sauce, fresh made cranberry sauce. I don't do the weird canned slices of cranberry sauce. That's no, 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 no. But homemade cranberry sauce, I love. Number two, turkey. I think turkey is an underrated meat. In my opinion, I just, I don't know. I think that we should be eating it year round. I don't really know why we only eat it on sandwiches and why we don't eat more like turkey legs. Have you guys ever been to Disneyland or Disney World? You guys know what I'm talking about. Those turkey legs are one of, 
the most incredible foods I've ever eaten. I think that we should eat them year, year round. My number one is actually super boring and I'm kind of embarrassed that this is what I chose for my number one, but whatever. My number one is rolls. <laughs> If you, if you know me in any capacity, I don't feel like this is shocking in any way that rolls are my favorite food <laughs> from Thanksgiving. Rolls are usually my favorite part of any meal. I love, I love roll. I've never met a roll I don't like. A fresh roll with butter? I've never turned one down. At any point in my life, I have eaten a minimum of three rolls per dinner. I love them. Love free bread at at restaurants. I love rolls with Thanksgiving. I'm sorry. I'm a slave to carbs. So that's my top 10. I hope that was exciting because I was very excited to rank those foods. So I wanted to answer, oh, I meant to say this at the beginning, but I had a lot of questions about Dum Dum Club sweatshirt restock. So unfortunately those particular sweatshirts will not be restocked. But hear me out, hear me out. There's things that are, things are still going to happen because what I've decided to do is that I will be releasing new merch and new t-shirts, sweatshirts, hoodies, a bunch of different stuff, just kind of as it comes. And I, what am I trying to say? So I have a lot of ideas that I want to put that I want to create, that I want to put on t-shirts or sweatshirts or merch or whatever. And I'm going to release them probably once a month. I'll do them. And it's not really, it's not really merch, but it's like, yeah, just stuff that I make. I'm so, 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 so grateful for you guys that, and I did say this at the beginning, but you guys have kind of let me just have free reign over whatever I want to do. And part of it is that I want to make fun t-shirts and sweatshirts and things with funny things on them. And so I'm going to be releasing those. And then every time I, oh my gosh, I think I'm doing a really bad job of explaining this, but I will release it and then they will not be restocked. So I have a new sweatshirt that will be launched probably in a couple weeks. I'm not going to tell you guys what it says or what it is, but I'm going to release it. And then that will be, it'll just be one stock. And then if you get it, you get it. And then the next month I will release a new design or a new t-shirt, sweatshirt, whatever. And I'm really excited about it. I hope this is making sense, but I'm going to do some cool collaborations with graphic designers and we're going to like have some really cool stuff coming. So I'm excited about that. Keep an eye on my Instagram. I'm going to try and make sure I say it in the podcast first when my new sweatshirts will be released. They are not Dum Dum Club, but they are funny and they're cool. And I think you guys will like them. So keep an eye on that. Uh, In honor of Thanksgiving and, you know, saying things that we're grateful for, pretty much the thing that comes to the top of my list always is this and you guys and the podcast and that 2020 has been so hard and you guys have made it so wonderful in so many ways. And yeah, that's all I have to say to you. I hope you guys take care of yourselves first this week. It's okay if you can't, you know, handle certain parts of of holidays with your family or loved ones. If you're having a hard time in those areas, just make sure that you take extra, extra, extra care of yourself because that's what's most important. DM me if you need anything at all. I love you so much and I will talk to you guys soon. Bye. Bye.